the unlimited mind, the blessing of restlessness. The unlimited mind, the blessing of restlessness. Last Sunday we discussed the unlimited God. God said we should not limit him, so we examine the limitlessness of his power, his glory. If you are not around, get a message from resource, watch it on YouTube, get it somewhere, whether you buy it or use any of our free platforms to listen to it and watch it and catch up with us. The unlimited mind, we're beginning to talk about ourselves now. The unlimited mind, and we're looking at the blessing of restlessness. The unlimited mind, Ephesians chapter 4, I'll read from verse 17. This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened. I want you to, if you have a paper Bible, mark darkened. Yeah. Having their understanding darkened. Uh, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. That's another important word there. Ignorance. Darkened mind, ignorance that is in them. Because of the blindness of their heart. That's another good word there. Blindness of their heart. Who being past feelings, giving themselves over to lewdness. Some, some translations will say lasciviousness or looseness or permissiveness where anything goes. They give themselves to lewdness to walk all uncleanness with greediness. You know, it's, it's, it's wanting to walk on cleanness, but to walk it with greediness. Yeah. This is what happens when there's ignorance, there's darkened mind, there's blindness of mind, or, 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 of heart. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off. Somebody say put off. Also tell your neighbor, so it's possible to put everything off says, put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And be renewed. Somebody say renewed. renewed. Oh, say it again. Say renewed. renewed. Say and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Created according to God, said we should put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. The Lord bless the reading of his word. The mind is a powerful tool created by God to equip man in executing God's dominion mandate. The mind. In Ephesians chapter 4 here that we read, Paul writing here to the Ephesians church and by implication all of us who will come into Christ mentioned the fact that it's possible for the mind of a person to be darkened. It's possible for a man and a woman who is in Christ to live with filters in, in the eyes. On the eyes. Filters. You know, when you wear dark goggles, you don't see things the way you're supposed to. It's a darkened mind. Yeah. You don't see completely. And what you see determines what, what you aspire to. What you see determines what you can take. Yeah. When a mind is limited, God is limited. Yeah. So a limited mind will limit God. A limited mind will limit God. And the mind 
The human mind is a powerful tool. God created it and gave it to us for the execution of God's dominion mandate. For the execution of God's dominion mandate. So God, our creator, testified to the potency of the human mind. Uh, um, in Genesis 11, I think verse 6, he said, I was talking about you know, people building the Tower of Babel. He said, there's nothing that they have desired to do. He said, indeed, the people are one, and they, they all have one language, and this is what they, be, they begin to do, and nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. And King James said, nothing that they imagined, you know, you propose things in your mind. King James says, nothing that you imagine, it means that it's the mind that we use. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. Yeah. He said, nothing will be restrained for them which they have imagined to do. It means that the mind of a man is practically limitless in its capacity to imagine, in its capacity to see new ter territories, to understand new seasons, to see what God is about to do. So God himself concord with it in Genesis 11 verse 6 there, that the mind of man is very powerful. A renewed mind enables us to accurately interpret and execute our dominion mandate on the earth. That's what a renewed mind does. When we refuse to be limited by ignorance, refuse to be limited by darkened mind, refuse to be limited by blindness of mind, what happens is that we receive the divine capacity to operate at the level of God. Genesis 1 and 26, uh, 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 the, the, the Bible says, uh, God, God said, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over uh, the cattle and all the, the, the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God literally gave man dominion over all the elements, over, you know, dominion over creatures on the earth. That dominion mandate is subject to the limit of the mind of man. That's why, in spite of the fact that we have dominion over the lion to the point that man can tame a lion. Man can break a horse. You know, when a horse is broken, even a child can ride it. Am I saying the truth? Yeah. That's how powerful the mind of a man is. It's not a miracle. It's the working of the mind of a man. Is somebody sit with me today. But you know, the same lion will run away from when the mind is limited, when the mind is not enlightened, when the mind is not skilled. Somebody sit with me this morning. Yeah. That's the power of the mind of a man. To tame a lion is not a miracle. It's an offshoot of intelligence, understanding. He said, having the understanding darkened when they're limited by ignorance. And he said, all these things are for the old man, the man that is not renewed in Christ. That if you are in Christ, you can embrace grace in Christ to operate an unlimited mind. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Yeah, to operate an unlimited mind. So a renewed mind is one that is submitted to God and able to leverage spiritual resources 
submitted to God and able to leverage spiritual resources. Can you put up for me 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 16 in the Amplified Classic? 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 16. Uh, it, gives, it gave a description there. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 16. says, For who has known or understand the mind, the counsel and purpose of the Lord as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge, but we have the mind. Somebody say, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of the Messiah. The mind of the Messiah is a solution-based platform. <laughs> yeah. Because the Messiah came to give salvation. The mind of the Messiah is a solution-based platform. If I say I have the mind of Christ, it means my, my mind operates on a platform of solutions. Yeah. Operates on the platform of freedom, of solutions, of creating solutions and not being limited. Are you still with me today? So he said we have the mind of Christ and do all the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. That's why the Bible says uh, that the kingdom of heaven is not in meat and drink, but in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So we, the Bible talks about his feelings and his heart. We, we, we hold those things. Please leave that scripture up for me, please. I'm, 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 I'm teaching, so you, you need to help the teacher. Praise God. Yeah. Leave my scripture up, yes. Yeah. As much as possible. Just believe in my scripture. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. The feelings and purposes. The feelings and purposes. The things that touch the heart of Christ, when they touch and break your own heart, your heart will function or your mind will function better. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. The feelings and its purposes. So, an unrenewed mind is not subjected to God or submitted to God. An unrenewed mind is a liability to God and a potential resource for the devil. Yeah. An unrenewed mind is a liability to God and a potential resource for the devil. Because the devil will use it to work against the purposes of God. When the mind cannot gain understanding of the things that God is doing. An unrenewed mind is a liability to God and a potential resource for the devil. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 6 to 9. Also reading from the Amplified Classic. It says, Now the mind of the flesh, which is Sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'm using Amplified Classic because it explains it a little better. It says, uh, uh, you know, in the King James just say things like, to be carnally minded is this and that. This one says, the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Ghost, is dead. Yeah. So he said, to be carnally minded is dead. That's one we're used to. And to be carnal means to, to base everything on feelings of the flesh. Yeah. So he said the mind of the flesh, without the Holy Ghost, is death. Death that comprises all the mysteries arising from sin, both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and soul, peace, both now and forever. 
Glory be to Jesus. So it's important for us to understand this, that God wants us to allow the influence of the Holy Spirit on our minds so that our minds can be set free. You know, there's a time where uh, the human mind is so exalted and is so magnified that people are refusing or getting to the point where they are be, 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 uh, beginning to put less value on the influence of the Holy Ghost. And we play up the mind or play up uh, things like science, you know, and all that. Those things have serious potentials, huge potentials for the transformation of our world. But the question we need to ask ourselves is to what end eventually? Because when we switch to the influence of the Holy Ghost, it redirects what God has given us. The mind of a man is a tool. It can be used negatively and positively. You and I know people who have used their mind to the highest level, but to the destruction of human beings, to the destruction of our world. Yeah. But when the Holy Spirit, when you allow the Holy Spirit to influence that mind, your strategic thinking will make your marriage work, not break it down. Yeah. You know, some people use strategy to run their marriage, but the marriage is breaking down. Yeah. It means that... <laughs> If this strategy is working at all, it's working negatively against the will of God. Because the will of God for you is not for your marriage to break down. Are you still with me today? Yeah. Many people use all kinds of strategies to run business. But sometimes, you know, strategies, they're like the council of Ahitophel that came to nothing. Yeah. Because it's not in, in, you know, in correlation with the will of God for that time. Talking about Ahitophel, if you have not you know, heard about the guy before, it's, it's a very brainy guy, I mean, very cerebral guy in the, in, the, in the scriptures. You can read about him. The Bible says when Ahitophel speaks, it was like God was speaking. But when his counsel was going to counter the counsel of God, it meant Ahitophel was not using what God has given him for the purpose of God. God turned his counsel to foolishness. Are you still with me today? When we allow God to infuse our minds, it makes our minds to walk Better, for better effectiveness to us to walk in sync with his will for our lives so that we will not limit him in what he wants to do. Total life transformation is the outcome of consistent mind renewal. Consistent mind renewal. The wiser we are, the better we live. Romans 12 and verse 2. Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Can you put that scripture up for me? Please be fast. Romans 12 and verse 2. Don't be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. See, eventually, it ended with the will of God. Yeah. The purpose of my renewal is such that I will not become a liability to God. Because when my mind is not renewed, when it's based on tradition, it's based on you know, something that somebody told me, not what is written in the word of God, I become a liability to God. He says, but one thing I want us to, to, to understand here is this. He says, and do not be conformed to this world because there, there will always be the pathways of the world. There will always be uh, uh, the prevailing thoughts in the world. 
There will always be the methodologies of this world. And as a believer, if you are limited there and you are not allowing the influence of the Holy Ghost to interpret times and season to you, you can limit God because you are, you, you are only basing everything on the methodologies of the world. But he said be transformed. The word transformed there is from the Greek word metamorphu, which is where we derive the English word metamorphosis from. It presupposes that a human being is, 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 is an evolving being. Yeah, because in, in elementary biology, where, where I got the word metamorphosis for the first time, it speaks to the fact that there are certain creatures that evolve. Like when you talk about butterfly, for instance, from lapa to pupa to what? You have forgotten. <laughs> I thought I had some science students here. I mean real science students, not... Uh, Praise God. I said, praise God. So you see that the human being is an evolving being. And the Bible says here, when you evolve in the spirit, it must have physical correlation with your mind. Yeah. Second Corinthians 5 and 17 says, when a man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. He's talking purely spiritual. When you, when you submit your life to Jesus, you experience new birth. New birth in the spirit, but your mind, if not consistently renewed, becomes a liability to that new spirit. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Your mind becomes a liability to that new person in the spirit. That new person in the spirit can become stuck in the same place because the tool with which it's supposed to move forward and become more like God has become ground, you know, grounded that tool is not working the way it's supposed to work. The mind is not being renewed. Because some people just get it wrong. You see, you come out here, sometimes, I mean, maybe you'll make an altar call. Somebody comes out here, submit your life to Jesus, and you think that as you walk away from the altar, you just have to think differently. Nothing can be further from the truth. Yeah, you are repentant, you are broken in the spirit, your spirit, you, you have experienced a new birth, that's what we call it, in the spirit, but your mind is as darkened as it was when you came to the altar. We will now need brush and vim. I grew up with vim. You know vim? Yeah. Vim is a scoring um, powder. Yeah. You will now brush that mind very well. And how do we do it? You know, the Bible talks about it when it talks about Christ in Ephesians chapter 5, when it talks about husband love your wife as Christ loved the church. Said that he may wash her with the washing of the water by the word. That's how we do it. We put the word of God is the scoring powder. We put water of the word on it and we use the brush of the Holy Ghost and brush that mind. Brush that mind. Yeah. Brush the mind. <laughs> so we brush that mind very well. Because there are cobwebs. Yeah. And all kinds of things that are part of that mind, that will limit that mind from functioning at the level of God. That will limit that mind from believing what God has said concerning you. That will limit that mind from seeing you the way God has seen you. Somebody stay with me today. Yeah? That's why you see somebody say, ah, I love the way you, you, you sang. You can sing. You say, me? I can't sing nothing. Because somebody told him or her, that you are not going to do anything serious with your life. From a long time ago, 
Yeah. And it's like throwing spanner in the works. It just jams the mind. And the mind be, 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 became stuck from that point. And that's it. Yeah. Sometimes it's what we have seen in our family. Everybody is, you know, their marriage don't go past like five years. The best marriage in our family is six and a half years. You know, that kind of thing. And then it just hooks you there, and you also are, you are, you are expecting, you know, or people don't even get married at all. Or people don't, don't give birth until after 15 years of marriage. You know, all, all kinds of things. And then you just get stuck there. You cannot, you have to consistently renew your mind by the word of God or with the word of God. And be, continue to be able to tell yourself, I am who God says I am. I hope you understand what I'm saying. You know that song that says, I'm walking in power, I'm walking in miracles, I live a life of favor, I know who I am. Yeah. You need to know yourself, you need to know who you are. Because that's how it works. Glory be to Jesus. Renew your mind, renew your mind involves, you know, being changed in the way your mind works. So when the mind is carnal, you limit God and depend on yourself. You just depend on yourself. Limit God, depend on yourself. You depend on yourself, your intelligence, your education, the human system, you know, all those kind of things. And what happens is that you, you, you can't even see what God is doing around you a lot of the time. You may not be able to see it at all. You just get stuck in what, what, what's going on around you. You can't experience the limitless power of God. Can you hear me tell your neighbor today? Tell your neighbor, say, you can't fulfill God's purpose with an unrenewed mind. Yeah? It's not possible to fulfill God's purpose with an unrenewed mind. Let me put this all together. How do you engage the process of mind renewal? One, you need to know that God will lead you to do difficult things. God will lead you to do difficult things. The big question is, how will you respond to God's instruction? God will lead you to do difficult things. Difficult things. Difficult things. God will lead you to do difficult things. In Matthew 14, and I'm going to dwell on that a bit for the next few minutes as I round up, Peter, from verse 22, and his cohorts, they were in the boat. The boat, the Bible says, was being rocked. The wind was becoming contrary. And, uh, uh, um, uh, can, you, can you go further, go further, go further. Yeah. Uh, the wind was, 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 was becoming, look at verse 24, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the wind, for the wind was contrary. Yeah. Now, on the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a ghost. That's an unrenewed mind. That's how he sees. It's like the man that Jesus uh, put mud on the high to heal the blindness. And he says, can you see? And I said, I see men like trees. Jesus said, you need a second touch. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So they said, it's a ghost. And some cried out for fear. They couldn't understand what was going on around them. And Peter answered and said, how did Peter know that it could be Jesus? <laughs> But immediately Jesus spoke to them, be of good cheer. It is high. Do not be afraid. He recognized the voice. He recognized the voice. 
Yeah, he recognized the voice. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water, not fly to you. I want to walk on water. Come on. Yeah. He was very, you know, explicit about, command me to come to you on water. If you truly are walking on water, me too, I can. Yeah. We are joint heads of the Father. Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> a renewed man sees, sees himself or herself as joint heads with Christ. What Jesus can do, I can do. Say, command me to come. Yeah. I'm not going to just stay here in this boat. Command me to come. And Jesus said, come. And on the strength of that one word, not two, two words, one, he went. Some of you, God has spoken sentences. Yeah. They have almost written a book, a whole book, and mailed to you. Yeah. And your sister congressing everything. Somebody just heard, come. Come. You see? And Jesus said, come. Come. Not two words, one word. May God send you one word that will transform your life in 2019. In the name of Jesus. May you have the presence of mind to hear him. In the name of Jesus. May you not get used to your boat. You know, like Peter and his court, the boat was experiencing contrary wind. Yet, fear was keeping them inside it. When the mind is renewed, you understand your times and seasons. You see what God is doing. You enjoy what I call the blessing of restlessness. The reason why Peter was, you know, yeah, eager to say, if it is you, let me come, is that this boat, we can't stay here. Yeah. One of the greatest blessings that any believer will experience in life is the blessing of restlessness. Where the God puts some measure of restlessness in your spirit. Are you still with me today? Yeah. Put some restlessness in your spirit. Uh, um, uh, let, let me buttress what I'm saying right now. Uh, yeah. My time is almost gone. Let me buttress what I'm saying. Genesis 27. Genesis 27 from verse 38 down to 40. Look at this. Esau, after he missed his birthright, Jacob took the birthright. And then Esau went to meet his father. And said, Father, so Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing? And you have given it out. You don't have any other blessing again. You know, because his mind was that this blessing must be stored somewhere. You just gave Jacob one. Give him, give him my own. Yeah. Say, have you only one blessing? Bless me. Me also. Oh, my father. He, he, he messed up. You, you understand? He sold his birthright because of the muscle of bread, but because God's the God of a second chance. Because I'm, I, I know people here today, somebody messed up in 2018, messed up in 2016. Somebody messed up in 2008, 10 years ago. And you are still living in the consequences of that mess up now. God, the God of a second chance, is visiting you in 2019. In the name of Jesus. Esau came here and said, do you have only one blessing? Bless me also. The Bible said he sought it with tears. That when you look at the Hebrew translation, New Testament, Hebrew rendition, it said he sought it carefully with tears. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Yeah. Sought it with tears. Then in verse 39, then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the heart. And of the dew of heaven from above. Look at verse 40. But your sword, by your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. That was what created problem there. Yeah. You shall serve your brother, and it shall come to pass when you become restless. Somebody say, I will become restless. By the Holy Ghost. 
said, when you become restless, that you shall break his yoke from off your neck. It says, a time is coming. The summary of the blessing of Esau is the blessing of restlessness. Yeah. That you will not live like this forever. You miss your time, but I'm going to put restlessness in your spirit according to the time of life. That you become restless. This restlessness is what I choose to call inspirational dissatisfaction. Yeah. It is not dissatisfaction that leads to discouragement and depression. Enough of depression. When you engage the blessing of restlessness, which is inspirational dissatisfaction, what happens to you is that whether uh, uh, anything is moving around you or not, you will be moving inside. You see, they were in the boat in Matthew 14, and the wind was contrary, and some people were still okay to sit inside the boat. You see, until the boat sinks, that's the way some Christians also live. Don't forget, these were disciples of Christ. They went to crusades with him. They were there when he fed 5,000. So it's not that they haven't seen a miracle before. Because one of the things we need to be careful of is what I call spiritual amnesia. Yeah. When you forget the blessings of the past and the things that God has done before. Yeah. Some people will say, afraid that it's ghosts. Oh, Peter said, no. Master, if it is you, tell me to come. He was restless in the boat. He wouldn't stay in the boat. And he was ready to just, you know, jump on and go to meet him. So develop your ability to hear God and be flexible as God changes seasons and instructions. Be flexible as God changes seasons and instructions. As God changes seasons and instructions. Ask yourself, is my mind set on a location, a country, an outcome, a job? Why do you want to live with a set mind in 2019 when God says become flexible? We studied the story of Elijah, the prophet. God said, go to the brook. There will be a bird there, a raven there to feed you. The same God, after a while, the brook dried up. If Elijah stayed there, hunger will kill him. And God says, go to Sarephat, which is at Sidon. Uh, another unlikely agent is there, a widow. And that widow will feed you. With a set mind, you cannot operate like Elijah. Because Elijah will have said, ah, let's stay with this raven. Though the brook is, how can I go to a widow? You will be using logic and strategic thinking. That the widow, widow, that widow cannot do more than one day now. You know. And to now make the matter worse, he got there. The widow said, all I have, <laughs> just for me, Elijah would have said, I don't, I don't talk out. I don't talk out. Yeah. If it's Elijah, I say, which kind of God is this one? Yeah. I don't talk out. That's what Elijah would have said. I said it. I said it. Yeah. But he went with an open mind. Elijah was a prophet who understood the mind of God. And it's, it was simple. Give a word to the widow. Yeah. The, this cruise of oil will not run dry. The jar of meal will not finish until there's rain in Israel. And that was it. Yeah. The thing was just flowing. Elijah was largesting. Widow was largesting. And the rest, like you said, is history. Praise God. I said, praise God. May you follow God in 2019. May your mind become flexible in 2019. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lastly today, be prepared to become restless 
and leave your comfort zone if required. Yeah. Be prepared to become restless and leave your comfort zone if required. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be like Esau who will still cry to say even though I've messed up but my mind is activated by the Holy Ghost. I want to move with the speed of the Holy Ghost like we heard in the song. I want to move with the speed of the Holy Ghost. I want to go. And God says, that's it. That's it. That's, that's the kind of mind that I need. That's the kind of mind that I need. Will you submit your mind to the Holy Ghost to be trained of him this year? Because you are about to see something that you have never seen before. Yeah. About to see something that you have never seen before. The last week of December, you know, that, that song that Hip Hop sang at, uh, at uh, What Night Service. I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen before. It was a Tasha Cobb song. That was what I played on continuous, you know, what do you call it? Continuous uh, singing. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was just, I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen. God's doing a new thing. I'm ready for overflow. Glory be to Jesus. Chama, can you come? Can you come? Can we sing that song? I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen. God's doing a new thing. I'm ready for overflow. <laughs> Somebody ready for overflow in this house. Somebody ready for more of God in this house. Somebody ready for the blessing of restlessness. Lift your two hands to Jesus this morning.